What if a business you were in supported one customer over you because of how you looked? Stay tuned for a story of not-so-veiled racism, a teachable moment, maybe, and the rise of an online community. This is the customer experience storytime tale of The Man Who Should Not Move. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, Tales from the Customer Journey. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lolliker. What you're about to hear is a real story. Though the names have changed, these are real people having a real customer experience. It's a story of your customers on their journey as they build or break relationships with businesses just like yours. Today, we're going to hear the story of a man who is following his passion, experiencing what he loves to do. When he was struck by the intolerance of others, and the shocking response of a brew pub manager. The tale starts from the pub floor, moving to a social media forum where it becomes a spectator sport. We'll wrap it up by digging into the emotional impacts, the lessons we can learn, and the universal truth to live by. The customer journey is an emotional one. And so it begins. The aroma, the clarity, the head, the smoothness, the dryness, the bitterness, all the makings, of a good beer. IPA, lager, stout, ale, the love of beer and all its varieties has inspired a booming craft beer industry right across North America. It's great news all around for the creators, the makers, and the drinkers of this frothy beverage. From this industry, as with many industries these days, a niche group of thought leaders and influencers have grown to prominence. Those that not only are knowledgeable about the product, but are curious, opinionated, creative, and multimedia savvy. And they also have a growing and engaged community built up around them, all linked to a mutual love of all things craft beer. David Singh was one such gentleman. He had grown his influencer reputation to the point where he had a sizable, passionate group of fans and was being asked to be on the cover of brewing magazines. Though he loved traveling across his local geography, it was his own small community that he was the most proud of, to talk about and to visit. This particular weekend, there was one well-known brew pub that David hadn't tried for quite some time, and he was very curious to return to. With a reputation for unique and fun seasonal handcrafted beer, he was excited to check them out again. If it had only been about the beer, this story would have gone quite differently. David arrived at the brew pub, where he made his way to a group of high tables that were in the middle of the floor. This collection of light wooden tables and darkly painted chairs were clustered all together with no particular pattern or system. He sat down and proceeded to order from the server. After getting his beer, he savored it for a while, really took it in. But while he was doing that, he noticed a look of another man standing another table beside him. He was speaking to what obviously looked like the manager while gesturing in David's direction. What quickly came to light was the man's refusal to sit down based on the presence of David. David was not sure what was wrong. He hadn't done anything other than sit quietly and enjoy his beer. The manager broke conversation with the man and made her way over to David to discuss the situation. She said, Sir, I hate to ask, but could you do me a favor? Our regular over there is feeling uncomfortable with you and is refusing to sit down. Could I ask that you please move over a spot? David quickly went from questioning to shock to anger. He was stunned this was even happening, and then infuriated that it had. David 
is an Indo-Canadian man who has grown a very impressive salt and peppered colored beard, a signature of his influencer brand. His appearance, only striking due to the fantasticness of his facial hair, was pretty simple. A black t-shirt, a pair of jeans, and sneakers. Really no cause for alarm, much less a refusal to also sit in the same restaurant. So obviously it wasn't about what he was wearing, but about who he was. Angered by the situation and frustrated by the brewpub manager's response, David drank his beer and put his money on the table and left. But not before taking two photos, one of the racist regular and another of the bar manager. As anyone in this day and age, and certainly as an online influencer, David did the one thing that most anybody would do in this situation. He posted it on social media. There, he stated how he would never ever return again due to a regular being too uncomfortable with him just because of the way he looked, while also presenting both of the pictures he took, one of the guest and one of the manager. The comments from his community on his comment started flooding in, many of which directly mentioned the local brew pub. Some examples were, that is incredible that people can be so unbelievably insulting. We got your back. I'm sorry that happened. The pub should be beyond ashamed. Thanks for the warning. I will never give that pub my business. And then more comments piled on those comments and piled on those comments. Conversations back and forth, direct messages to David, until David responded. David mentioned in the comments that the general manager of the brew pub had asked him to give him a call, which he would do later that day. He promised to update everyone on what was said. A day or so passed. More comments added to older comments. And then David posted on his social media for his community to read. He shared that he had spoken with the general manager yesterday. David included the name of the general manager and that the manager had apologized. Further, the general manager had told David a few other things. One, he said something like this should never happen. Two, he admitted his manager did not handle the matter correctly. Three, he stated that this would be a teaching moment for the floor manager. Four, he would not be firing her, even if, as he put it, the internet was calling for her head. And finally, she had worked for the brew pub for three years, and the general manager had known her longer than that. She was a good employee. David listened to all of this, but he also wasn't shy in his response. First, he believes the manager should have been fired, but he understands it's the GM's decision and business, and he knows her best. He also reminded the general manager that there are many brew pub options available locally and that he would not return. The response from David's online community? Support, praise, and a few what the hells. In short, they took David's, their beer influencer's side and vowed to make alternate choices, any other choices, than this particular brew pub. And that ends the story of the man who should not move. Through the eyes of these customers, let's take a look at the emotional impact of this particular customer experience. In this case, I'm not going to discuss the impacts of the obviously racist thoughts and actions of the other patron, but rather how the business itself, the brew pub, made David feel. Simply, undervalued. First, the manager chose to encourage the regular customer's inappropriate behavior by asking David to move. By not addressing the regular and addressing David, they were condoning that behavior. He had done nothing wrong. He was a paying customer. He had a right to sit and enjoy his beverage. Unfortunately, the manager, and by extension the pub, didn't stand up for him. They chose to placate someone obviously in the wrong. 
Second, they didn't engage David or his community online. Rather than engaging in the already public conversation to apologize for the behavior and maybe say how it's never going to happen again, the brewpub GM, the general manager, decides to take it offline, even pointing a finger at the internet for its behavior. Thankfully, the general manager did listen and did apologize, so David did get some closure when it came to this incident. From this tale, what's the one thing your business can take away to better serve your customers? Stand up for your customers and your employees. Number one, do what's right morally. As any part of your business, you represent the brand, the entire organization. So think about how you want your business to be remembered and known for. Be the good guy. In this instance, the manager, the floor manager, should have offered the offended racist customer another table or a seat or inform them that the table that's being presented was the only one available. Doing anything else, focusing on David and changing his experience, just showed that the brand, the organization, condoned that kind of behavior. Number two, support your staff. Your staff are going to make mistakes. From frontline to management, they won't always make the right call, but it's important to have their back. Your team will always work harder for you if they feel like they're supported. Yes, the manager here certainly screwed up and made the absolute wrong call in the moment. But the general manager, her boss, recognized that this wasn't typical behavior for this long-serving staff member and ensured that it would never happen again. And number three, tell your story. Tell your story. David's online community, though not what would be considered a viral conversation, there weren't millions and millions of comments, it was just a healthy conversation. And they were certainly adding to the situation with emotion and support. Thankfully, David did share the brewpub side of the story from their private conversation, but it's always best to share your own story instead of somebody else doing it for you. Even if the community doesn't agree with it, an apology, willingness to address the situation, and listen to current and future customers will go a long way to addressing the public concern. The moral of the story? Treat others how you want to be treated. Yep, the golden rule. Or, or better yet, use David Kirpin's rule. He's the author of the book, The Art of People. His rule is the platinum rule. Treat others how they want to be treated. Put yourself in your customer's shoes. How would they want to be received or be engaged with? How would they want to be treated in a particular situation? By treating your customers as friends you want to have and keep, you'll have a better idea of how to react. And that'll do it. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about customer communication, please check out our Facebook group, The Upsell Society, or find our regular upsell page. And for a little service inspiration, follow The Upsell over there on Instagram. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, there's an easy fix to that problem. Press the subscribe button and you'll get the latest episode for free every Sunday night. And please leave those ratings and reviews. It means a lot and helps those podcast platforms show a little more love my way. That ends this chapter of the customer experience storytime tale of the man who should not move. Take care. Take care.